He's about somewhere. He's there. He's there. He's waving at me now. If you'd like to give Tim a huge round of applause. Woo woo! Cheers, guys. Thanks for the encouragement. All good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it is brilliant to be here this evening, and it's brilliant to get the chance to, uh, to speak and uh, share with you guys. Um, so I want to start off by asking you guys a question. Um, for some of you, it might recall going back a little bit further. For some others, it, it might not, not too further. But what was your favorite thing to do when you were young? Go on, somebody, a few people, give me a few, few suggestions. Roller skating. Roller skating, okay. Video games. Video games, yeah. Live fires. What was that? <laughs> light fires. <laughs> too, too right. Why not? Who doesn't who like lighting fires? Well, for me, um, one of my favorite things to do as a kid was, um, was to play hide and seek. How many of us like to play hide and seek? Hide and seek's brill. See, there's that moment that you're kind of hid and, and nobody knows where you are and, uh, and, nothing you, and you can get up to whatever you wanted to do and you could do all sorts of things at your mum and dad's site and it was brilliant. I used, to, I used to love doing that. Now, there used to be, this, uh, there used to be this, um, this really old derelict house next to where we used to live um, and it was all run down and, it was, and, and me and my friend, we'd just disappear for hours and hours and mum would literally kick us out of the house and we'd just disappear in this old derelict house and it was probably it was pretty much falling down I don't know how we actually managed to survive and come out of there uh, sometimes but, but we loved to kind of go in there and just explore and, and do the kind of hiding away and, and the hide and seek um, the hide and seek type thing now there's something really good and something really exciting about escaping and, and hiding away and, and whenever I got shouted at whenever my mum came and had a go at me I would always be the one that just tootle off and just kind of go find somewhere quiet to hide and, and get out of the way and all that kind of stuff. And, and mum wouldn't dare come and find me in this house because she was scared of it. It was a little bit creepy and a little bit, a little bit whatever. So, so but look, actually, it probably wasn't the best thing for me because, as I say, I was out of sight and anything could have happened and all sorts of things could have, could have gone awry. But, but I want to ask you this question um, this evening is, is where is your hiding place? That's what I want to have a look at and what I want to talk about. See, see, do you know where you go um, when discouragement comes? Okay, when things kind of hit you, when, when the stuff of life kind of, kind of starts having a go at you, where, where do you go to hide? Where is your hiding place? So you're like me, and you're, you're kind of one of these terror, you just run into further danger. You run into the place where, where it's probably not actually the best place for you, the not safest place for you. And I'm not talking physically now, I'm just talking about kind of the places where we go in our hearts, the places where... Where we go, we're, we're in the quiet times, we, we, we're on our own and we, we want to get away. So I've just got a couple of, I've been spending a bit of time in, in Psalms at the minute, and as you'll probably find over the next 15 minutes or so. Um, so I've got a couple of Psalms that I just wanted to, to read out and just highlight to you what the Word says about where we should be hiding um, and kind of our, our, our hiding place and where we should find our refuge. So um, Psalm 27 verse 5, um, it says... Um, it says, for in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. And then um, Psalm 32, verse 7. Um, it, says, it says, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. And then the third one, this is, this is one of my favorites. 
This is in the longest psalm, and I think this has got about 200 verses or something, this psalm. So if you've got, if you've got a bit of bedtime reading and uh, you're struggling to get to sleep, read Psalm 119 because it lasts forever. Um, so um, verse 114 says, You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Okay? So, so the, word, the word really encourages, it says, it says that you are my hiding place, O Lord. You are my shield. You are my shelter. And, and David, who wrote a big chunk of these psalms, he, he kind of knew how to hide. I mean, he was in danger a lot. Um, if he wasn't kind of um, getting into trouble with women and, and sleeping around and doing all this kind of stuff and trying to hide from God in that respect, he was, or if he wasn't being chased by the king, um, who was trying to put him to death for, for, for all sorts of things because he was jealous of him. So, so David got a lot of good practice at hiding. So David knew a little bit about this. Um, and so I want to spend a bit of time um, looking, at, looking at kind of when life throws stuff at us, when, when, when those attacks come, and they always will come, because doing life isn't easy. Doing life isn't, isn't a, a, just plain sailing. Um, then, then what do we do? Where do we, how can we set ourselves up for life well? And what can we learn from what some of the psalmists are writing to, to have that full life in God? Um, and I think a key to this is kind of where we designate our place to hide in advance. Um, so where do you hide when it gets, when it gets, um, when it gets hard? So I think the best place is for us to be prepared. Um, how many of you, when you played hide and seek, went into um, kind of, your, you knew your best hiding places? Yeah. Did we all have a best hiding place whenever we were going around hide and seek around our house? I did. I used to have one. It was under the stairs. And it was only, uh, when I was little, like, now I could never fit in. But when I was little, it was, it was one of these places where, where only I could fit in. And my sister, my sister, she was bigger than me at the time. And, yeah, well, less said than that, I bet. Um, so, see, she, she basically, she would chase me and she would, she would come and find me. But she could never get into this little, this little area, this little place. And, 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 I, and I always hid there and I always, I always found that this, if I set this up in advance, that, that she, would, she would never be able to find me in this place. See, or do we, do we, do we just panic? Who's, who's done that hide-and-seek game where, where, where you like literally play it with Joshua quite a lot and you, and you get to about eight or nine and he just turns around and kind of just, just curls into a ball like this and goes like this. He goes, yeah, you'll never find me, you'll never find me. That's kind of his panic hiding place. Um, because when we do that, sometimes we, we, kind of, we kind of find places that have got an illusion of being hidden. But actually, there's no real protection there. There's no real... It's just like a temporary kind of cover. It's a bit of a paper-mache effect. And how many know that actually the only place that we can truly find refuge is in God? Yeah? He is the place to hide when, when we're in the thick of things, when things are getting thrown at us. See, he doesn't take you out of those, those really difficult situations, but what he does is he covers you. He covers you in his glory. He covers you in his grace. He covers you in his protection. Now, if you look at, you look at back in the Old Testament, there's a couple of people. Used to, Jonah, he tried to run and hide um, from God. Elijah, he tried to run and hide from God. And in those situations, those scenarios, actually what, what, what managed to happen is actually God brought them back into the place where they were. And he didn't, it, they hid and they tried to, they tried to find, find a place to get out of, out of God's reach, try to try and get out of, God, out of the, the difficulties of life. But actually what, what God actually says is, no, I want you in my plan. I want you in my purpose. In fact, God actually said to Elijah when he was in this cave, so he runs for miles and miles and miles. He runs for about four days or five days. And then he hides in a cave and thinks, God's not going to find me here. 
And then God comes up to him and he whispers to him and says, Elijah, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And then he asks him again. And, and effectively, effectively, God's kind of saying, look, Elijah, I, I delivered you from all these massive things beforehand. Um, it had been on a, on a massive mountain and, and God had sent fire from heaven and all sorts of incredible things had happened. And, and God was recall, recalls all this stuff to, to Elijah and he says, he says, do you not trust me? Do you, do, you not, do you not believe I can deliver you? And anyway, God takes him back and God then, that God then covers him in his, in his sovereignty, in, in, in his, um, his abundant grace, his protection. And actually what happens in both Jonah and Elijah, you see actually through, through being hidden in God, not hidden externally, not, not hidden something else, but actually they are hidden within, within God. You see, as, as people, I don't know about you guys, it's so easy for us to create our own little hiding place. You know, those safe places to escape. Um, so where would you guys, where would you guys go to hide? Maybe, maybe you're hiding in that kind of, that place of low expectation, because that's common, I know, and I do that sometimes. I kind of set myself really, really low, whereas I think, you know what, then I'm not going to be disappointed. So if I hide in that, that place of low expectation, if, if kind of life throws me some a bit of a, bit of a bum deal, um, then it's okay. If, if I hide behind that, that, that image of, of what, a kind of that mask as well, we can sometimes put masks up and hide behind those masks and, and sometimes we, we're in that situation where if we're behind that masks, we, we, we just allow people to see what we want them to see. So we can hide behind like that layer of, of kind of that falseness and that false kind of um, portrayal that we, that we want that people look at when they, when they see us. See, people don't really have to know then what's going on underneath. People don't really have to know what's going on in the background. You don't have to deal with that stuff. And it's, and it's just easier sometimes just to kind of hide behind that mask or hide away. But God is saying, God is saying, tonight, guys, I think it's your opportunity and I want you to come out. I want you to come out of that hiding. I want you to come out of that hiding place. Come out behind that, that spirit of low expectation. Come out behind that mask. Come out from the, the cover of that, that kind of self-loving, that I'm not good enough. This is, this is just who I am, and this is kind of my lot. See, it's so easy to live in that place. But God is saying to us tonight, who's, who's kind of, um, who's heard the expression that come out? Come out, wherever you are. Yeah? Well, that's what God's saying to us tonight anyway. God's saying, come out, come out, come out, wherever you are, guys. You don't have to be behind anything false. You can, you can hide yourself in me. See, God is saying that, that stop hiding in all these wrong places. Um, and tonight I want to tell you that, that you, you know where to hide. You have a place that you can hide. Psalm 91 verse 1 says, See, when you hide in the shadow of the Most High, you are living in the cover of the Lord Almighty. That's under the provision of, of an abundant Father, a Father that gives us everything, a God that, a, a, a my God is enough type of king. You don't have to hide behind anything but God. You can take refuge in that. You can take refuge in him. See, I know where to hide, and I don't always do it, but I, do, I know where I need to hide. So Joshua, Joshua is a big fan of hide-and-seek. And, um, and we've, got, uh, we've got downstairs, in our downstairs, Lou, when we first moved in, uh, Joshua had been about three or four years old. And um, 
we, we, we start playing hide and seek, and we've got one of these, these bathroom doors. You know when you go into the, you, you turn, you've got a little lock, and you turn the, you turn the lock, and then you go in, and you actually can't open it then, because you, you, your handle becomes stiff. So Joshua, at three years old, didn't get this. So he went into the bathroom, accidentally locked himself in there. So we were playing hide and seek, accidentally locked and he must have been banging on this door, and he didn't know, well, I was upstairs, I was trying to find him, didn't know where he was, and he came out, and literally came out, tears streaming down his face, because we'd been, he'd locked himself in this place, and, and we were playing hide and seek, and sometimes it's, it's like that for us as well. And I think I'd actually, uh, I think I'd actually gone for a number two before, and so it must have been a really bad place to have gone into. <laughs> so anyway, he was, he was, he was locked in this place, and, and he was actually doing that from, from running from a place of, right, I need to find a hiding place, but he managed to lock, him to, lock himself in somewhere that's actually worse than that. So we, and how often can that be the case for us? Sometimes in trying to, trying to get away from kind of the issues of life, sometimes we find ourselves that, that we actually lock ourselves in a, in a worse position. We lock ourselves in a, in a place where, where we don't want to be, a place that can harm us. See, all you have to do is you have to look at kind of the statistics of young people around, of kind of the things like, things like self-harming and alcohol and, and drug abuse and, and all this kind of stuff that people running from this place of battle to find refuge, to find that escape, but actually they're locking themselves in, in a far worse place. They don't know where their real hiding place is. See, and this is something that we need to, we need to teach. We need to teach our young people. We need to teach um, our people... We need to introduce people to Jesus to be able to actually say, look, guys, there's a, there's a better place to hide. There's, a, there's, a, there's an almighty place to hide. There's, a, there's an everlasting place to hide. There's a place to hide that, that isn't deficient of anything that actually is, is all-encompassing. See, they need, we need to be introducing people into Jesus, that true refuge, that place of restoration and safety. And it's not just for our young people. It's for... It's for people, it's people hide in so many places. We can hide on the stuff in, on the TV. We can hide in, in things that we look up on the internet. That can be kind of our escape. Um, it, any places where we put ourselves physically or mentally or emotionally, we can, that, that place of kind of self-pity that we might take ourselves to. See, none of these are healthy and none of these are where God intends us to be or brings security to us. You know, sometimes... Sometimes we, we place the places that we hide aren't always kind of the destructive places. They aren't always the places where, where we think, oh, our lives are going to go downhill if we go into that place. But, but they just take us away from Jesus. They take us out of his will. They take us out of his purpose. They take us out of, out of the things of God. See, when we get offended or hurt or upset, I don't know about you, but I, get, I can sometimes get a bit of a mad on, Yeah? We all know what a bit of a mad on. We all, we all get a bit of a mad on, don't we, sometimes? What's that? Monk on. We get a bit of a monk on. And instead of running from, from kind of the storm and the comfort and protection, see, see we, have, we all have our old hiding places when we try and get away from this stuff. See, for some of us, it might be our kids and our, our family. See, we may set off on the path for God, and, um, and kind of the devil throws arrows at us and um, and we then kind of revert back to that, that really secure place, that place where we think we feel valued, that place where we think that we want to retreat into, that familiarity. Um, but, and then if we step out, then the arrows might, might come back. And, and, and I'm not having a go at kind of family and all that kind of stuff, but, but sometimes maybe we use kind of that busyness of life instead of 
Um, instead of kind of getting back into Jesus and kind of going to Jesus first and kind of saying, look, look, where, where do I need to take my, my, my hiding place to? Do I take it to Jesus or do I take it into the busyness of my life? Do I retreat back and kind of step out of the things of God? Yeah, does that make sense? Good. Um, now, I'm not saying any of these things are bad, but it's, that's when it's our default position. See, when it's taken us away from the plans and purposes of God, but then that's when we need to begin to find refuge in him. See, while we may hide, it might hide us for some time. Um, they take us away from kind of that abundant living, that, that living that, that kind of God and that Jesus promises us to have. Now, here's a couple of things, just going to finish off with three brief things that, that just to underline where, where we think we, where I think we can get to that better place, to that, to that hiding in God, hiding in Jesus. See, he has to be that tower of refuge and strength. And the first thing that I think is my first number, I know where to hide, number one, is that sing some songs, sing in the shower. Sing some worship songs, because worship is an incredible way of kind of inviting Jesus and the Holy Spirit into your life, to do life with you in day to day. And, and worship's not just made for Sunday. Worship's actually, it's one of, those, one of those ways of just pulling a bit of heaven into earth to be able to kind of connect your spirit with God and just say, yeah, this is it. And even, even if you feel like it, rock out some of the old school ones. Rock out some of the old school songs. I'm loving it. I'm, lo- I'm loving the, uh, going through the old, the old songs that I've got. Um, uh, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. So uh, that, that's, at the moment, that's kind of one of my, uh, that's one of my old school favorites. Um, and it talks about how, how God's just a refuge and how, how we have to run to him and when, we, when we need to. So you worship to something when... I think it just messes with the devil's head. So when the devil's kind of having a go at you, and the devil's trying to, trying to pin you down and trying to tell you, no, you're, you're rubbish, you, you need to go to your little hiding place, trying to alienate you and segregate you and get you away from, from, from people and church and, 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 and the things of God. Actually, what, what worship does is, it's like that, um, who's been in the, in the classroom when they do like the nails, the, the, chalk, um, the chalkboard nail sound? Yeah, all the kids, all the guys at the back are going chalkboards. What are chalkboards? <laughs> I'll I'll YouTube it for you later, guys. Then you can you can have a look what a chalkboard is. Um, but yeah, that it's just like that for for the devil. It just kind of gets under his skin and it annoys him and it and it and, it, and I don't know about you, but but I want to I want to be annoying the devil. I want to be I want to be doing life and I want to be frustrating the devil. I want to be getting in his way and I want to be actually connecting back in with Jesus. I want my heart to be in line with him. So the first thing is worship. The second thing is, is the word. We have to be in the word. We have to be hidden in his written word. Because that is, that is fundamentally, that's the, that's the spirit talking through Jesus. So it's God-breathed. It's God-breathed scripture. See, when the devil comes with his attacking flame and arrows, um, we hear in Hebrews that the word of the Lord is, is living and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. So, We've got something to fight back with when, uh, when the devil starts attacking us, when the devil starts hitting us. We've got, we've got our, our sword to be able to, uh, to defend that off. And we had um, one event, and one of the guys, Andrew, Andrew Ollerton, was it? Is that right? Um, he, he spoke to us about kind of how much getting into the Word is so important. It gives us that ground, and it gives us that, that hiding place to go to. Um, and that's really challenged me over the last couple of weeks to get, get back into God's Word and get 
get an understanding. And I know where to hide number three, is that we can hide in the friendship, um, fellowship and friendship and family of, of church, the big C. See, sometimes it can be a hard place to come. Sometimes kind of we, get, we can get offended in church. How many people have been offended in church? Yeah, I've been offended in church. People get on my nerves sometimes. I get on people's nerves. It's the way that family works. But the, the great thing is about it, it's, it's God's place to be able to bring his people together so we can, we can do life together. We can, we can kind of share heart and we can pray for each other. We can be with each other. We can encourage each other. And I would really encourage you that, that, that let's get church. Let's make church a place of encouragement. Let's connect with each other. Let's build those friendships. Build those, build those kind of God connections within church because that's what, that's what church is all about. And if you stay rooted in church, then it's the, it's the little sheep that kind of strays away that, that, the, that the devil picks off and is, is such an easy target. So... I want to encourage you, hide in church, hide within the people of God, because that is the, that's the biggest encouragement that you can have. Um, can I just invite our worship team back? Um, and just one thing I want to just say to our, our young guys. Um, guys, and I know sometimes it's, it's difficult just doing life and, and getting through life, but I would encourage you guys as well. Hide, hide, within, hide within the relationships that you guys have got. Hide within the relationships with each other. Hide within the relationships with, with the likes of John and Hannah, Sarah, and myself. And, and if, you, if you need anything to talk about, don't let those hiding places be the quiet places on your own. Come and share that. We want to share life. We want to do life with you guys. And we want to share heart with you guys as well. So we want to really encourage you just to, just to reach out and just, just, be, just be family, be church. So... I just want to finish by asking you that question. Where is your hiding place? See, when life starts to throw the arrows um, and we have to kind of take cover, where do you go? See, it's so easy for us to create our own hiding places and our own, our own coping mechanisms that, 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 meant, that can make us that a little bit isolated or make us that little bit lonely. But are you connecting? Are you, are you using your relationships? Are you, are you in the Word? Are you reaching out to, to people in church? Are you, are you spending time with Jesus? Are you, are you praying? Are you worshipping Him? You can play. You can play. Yeah. And I just want to really challenge you guys. If, if, you, um, if, you, if, if any of this kind of stuff is kind of resonating with you, you just kind of say, Do you know what? So I just want somebody to stand with me and to, to kind of pray with me and to be with me. And and sometimes my hiding place isn't the place I know that's good for me. Sometimes my hiding place is, is kind of the place alone or the isolated place. And, um, and you want to just pray with somebody about that. And you want to connect back in and you want to connect with Jesus this, this evening. Then and I just want to encourage you then. Come find any of these guys on the, on the stage. Come, come find myself or whatever. I'd love to spend time just to pray and, and spend time with you guys. Because I think this stuff is, this stuff is really important. It's really, really key. So I'm just going to finish by praying for us, if that's all right. Father God, I want to thank you that, that Lord, that you are our hiding place. You are our refuge. You are a place of, of where we need to go to, Lord, when, when, when we're struggling. I pray that you would encourage us, that you would build us up, and that you would, you would keep us connected into you, Lord Jesus. And we ask this, Lord, for your name. Amen.